sense that day the ghost of the young boy, which was her son, uh, supposedly haunts the hotel. And guests report that, like Pegleg John, he's pretty harmless, but he does enjoy moving furniture around. Great. <laughs> because that's, that's what you do right, yeah i mean right. like if i'm spending eternity somewhere i guess i'm gonna like rearrange the furniture the for furniture. a while <laughs> yeah i imagine it gets boring eventually right with the couch <laughs> in the same spot yeah uh, like you gotta you gotta update the layout a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i'm Paige, and i'm megan and this is spooky science sisters Hello, you're listening to Spooky Science Sisters, a podcast where we present to you a science-based and probably very giggly discussion on all things strange and unusual. We are super excited to have Kenny Biddle back on our show to discuss some of the most famous haunted locations and the credibility of the evidence found there. Uh, Kenny, since it has been uh, some time since our last episode with you, would you like to remind our listeners a little bit about your background and some of the stuff you've been working on? Absolutely. First and <laughs> foremost, it is so good to be back. I love you girls. This Yay! Is so much fun. <laughs> um, but uh, just in short, I'll keep it short. I, I do a lot of investigating of paranormal claims. I write a column for Skeptical Inquirer called A Closer Look, and that's exactly what it does. Take, it takes a closer look at photographs and a ghost hunting equipment and claims and methods and all kinds of stuff. And I just break it down. Break it down. Um, and then, uh, what else I do? I do, I do a video channel uh, on YouTube. I have, uh, I do videos on there where it's either standalone videos where I pretty much deconstruct the same thing, like equipment and photographs and methods, where I give you much more visuals because it's YouTube. Um, and I also do a couple podcasts. I do, well, actually, video live streams. I do one Friday nights called the Skeptical Help Bar, where it's a two-hour Q and A session where. You, People can come on and ask questions, and we discuss paranormal topics. And then uh, Saturday nights, I do uh, Three Tortured Souls, which is me and two buddies of mine, Tim Vickers and Dave Schumacher, and we pick a topic, and we science the shit out of it. That's that's the basic basic idea for that. So (laughs) Excellent. So that's me in a nutshell. For anyone who's listened to like some of our earlier episodes, um, you know that we are obsessed with Kenny Biddle and (laughs) (laughs) and uh, like Megan said, unhealthy. We're very excited to have him back. He's a riot, so um, yeah, we're super excited. Awesome. But before we get to our discussion today, um, it is time to do our something spooky, aka random shit, the spooky science sisters today. <laughs> so, Megan, do you have anything spooky or not so spooky you have to share? Yes, because I recently tuned in to the, which at this point it will have been out for a while once this is released, but I recently tuned in to the interview that Kenny did with Jason Hawes from oh. Ghost Hunters <laughs> because uh, they are friends. And now my spooky thing is that I'm afraid that we have beef with J- Jason Hawes now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask him a question during it, which was very exciting. I was freaking out. Um, and <laughs> and then at the end of your show, Kenny, or the end of Jason's time on your show, you brought up that damn glass at the Stanley. 
and asked him like <laughs> what had happened and he was like no it wasn't a hot glass like i was definitely afraid to be in that room and it was really spooky and i was like you are a fucking liar <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, if we didn't have beef, we do now. <laughs> we do, sorry, no, I I will cut that out. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we heard from <laughs> Matt and Karen that you admitted that that was not par- paranormal at all, and the producers wanted to leave it in. So maybe he's forgotten. But yes, now um, it's like we have conflicting. <laughs> I thought it was a, just event. a great opportunity, especially when I saw you in the chat room. I was like, oh, I'm going to ask about this glass. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I, I was actually hoping that he would confirm it. And yeah. For that, that would, you know, make you happy. Like, holy shit, we, we actually got confirmation right from his mouth. Um, yes. And then when he had that look on his face, like he didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, oh, shit, this went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and and say that, you know, it was maybe a long time ago and like maybe he just forgot, you know, what has right. what happened since then or yeah. So, but I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> 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 this is really awkward. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh Paige, has anything spooky happened to you? Uh I know you're going to be shocked, but no. Great. The spookies, <laughs> the spookies have left the building. Um, nothing here. What about you, Kenny? Anything spooky going on over there? Well, let's see. I, I did have some a, a story I could share with you, and right. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I have an explanation for it. But it was it was fun when it was happening. So I've been I, I've been addicted to TikTok. Okay, so. <laughs> And it, like I, I hate that app so much because I'm just so addicted to it now. And I got this idea I would start because I, I have a whole bunch of allegedly haunted items. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all in my basement right now. And I set up a little mini museum. And I think I think we might have touched on why I don't have a big museum anymore um, on the last episode that we did. But well, I think you were still trying to set up the big museum oh, last okay. episode. And then, yeah, when we were on your show, you right. mentioned that, like, yeah, that something had fallen through with that, with yeah. the property or something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah which is a bummer. <laughs> it, it is. It is. The, it, it was a nice space. But mm-hmm. anyway, this stuff is all set up in my basement and I've been doing TikTok videos of each <laughs> item. Why you keep laughing when I say TikTok? <laughs> um, am, I, am I saying it wrong? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Paige is, which you may have caught on previous episodes, but maybe we've only done it. We've only talked about it like on ones that aren't out yet. I don't know. But I have been addicted to TikTok for like months <laughs> and months now. And much to Paige's dismay, I send her TikTok videos <laughs> all the time that I think are funny or clever or whatever. And Paige is like, I watch like maybe a third of the ones that you send. <laughs> like Paige is not having it. So it's sort of just like a, a thing now where Paige really just like, please stop sending me TikTok videos. <laughs> and I'm like, Paige. Well, <laughs> knowing this, me. maybe I'm going to have to dedicate a few just to her. 
I'll just Excellent. save it for the last like three seconds of the video and go, hey, Paige. They'll, yes. they'll be floating around out there and I will have never watched them. Yes. <laughs> no, no, I'll send them to her, but she won't watch them. But there's been, um, <laughs> she's like definitely been kept apprised of like us because now we've got like, <laughs> we've got like 5,500 followers, which that. is absurd. And she's that. also been kept apprised of like you joining TikTok because I was very excited about that. And the <laughs> fact that like now the museum's got like 3,500 followers and your other yeah. account has a bunch. So it's, it's exciting. Nice. Yeah. So I, I was doing, I, I was doing a, a one about a doll that I have that's allegedly haunted and mm-hmm. I had lost it. And I didn't know where it was. Like I have this inventory because in, in my head because I know all of the ob- objects that have been given to me because I think they're really cool. And I set everything up and I'm looking around going, there's a doll missing. Oh, no. There's a doll missing. I'm like, that's ironic. You know, skeptic. <laughs> right. Damn, and one of his dolls is just walking around somewhere. <laughs> Great. Um, so I, I started looking for it. I actually told my wife about it and. You know, I could see on her face like she's like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me. I'm like, no, 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 I'll I'll find it. So I actually found it up in my my office at home. Mm. It it was under a pile of stuff in the closet. And I wasn't sure how it got there. But probably I just brought a whole bunch of stuff in um, because it was a very hasty uh, move from the big museum that I got kicked out of um, mm-hmm. my home. So I probably just dumped a whole bunch of stuff up here just to get it out of the way. And so I, I finally found it. I brought it home, brought it down to the basement. I set it up behind me on the couch. So it's sitting like on the top of the couch and I start doing a video mm-hmm. like an update saying, Hey, you know, I found it and mm-hmm. it starts playing music during yeah. the video. Oh, I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I stopped. I actually stopped at the, like, filming the video. I didn't stop the video, but I stopped talking to the video going, ah, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's playing music. But most likely, it was just, it's got a music box in it. So it probably was overcranked. And mm-hmm. it just, when I sat back or made a movement, because it was leaning up against the wall, it probably just went a couple notes because that's what it did. Mm-hmm. It just played a couple notes, but it was cool. It was very cool timing. It was very creepy because it's mm-hmm. a, a doll with like dark eyes and it looks really creepy anyway. Mm-hmm. So when it just started playing music, I was like, this is perfect. You know, I'm gonna yeah. in the this. middle of you making this video, like yep. about like, Oh, I found my haunted doll. And it's like, <laughs> hello, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. None of this shit's haunted. I don't know. And then it started playing music. I'm like, great, great. That makes me look like an idiot. Great. No. Um, while you, if you ever have any that like really creep you out, you can just send them to Paige because like she loves spooky dolls. So <laughs> yeah, I was wondering really what, I need to do is start letting our guests do their something spooky first because they always remind me of a story that I have that I can talk about. Have I ever talked about my spooky porcelain doll story on here? I don't remember. Uh, You told the story about like one of them like falling off of a shelf or something in the middle of the night. Yeah, like several times, but like never breaking and just sort of being on the floor. And it was like one that was... um, I had I had the coolest bedroom growing up, Kenny. <laughs> um, it was you wouldn't I, know because it was under a layer of 
detritus most of the time. Yeah, I mean, but... yeah, I was a disgusting <laughs> child, but <laughs> but like my root. So I'm I'm really painting a picture here for you. It was green and pink and had SpongeBob and Patrick doing ballet painted on the wall, and then on the other wall there was like mirrors and a ballet bar because I danced, but above those mirrors was a shelf and that's where all my porcelain dolls were and they had been there for like years um i mean disgustingly enough i don't know that i ever took them down to dust that shelf (laughs) in the entire time they were up there but uh there was one that was sort of like tucked behind some other dolls and when i woke up in the morning it had just sort of like I don't know. I mean, I guess it must have just fallen, but it didn't knock any of the other dolls down and it didn't break, even though it was porcelain and it hit a wood floor. Um, and then I put it back up there and it sort of just fell again. So that, that that's all that happened. But <laughs> but it's really stuck with me. <laughs> As it should. Yeah. <laughs> because obviously yeah. that doll wanted to be front and center and you weren't paying enough attention. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You still have them all though, right? Uh, yes, but they're in boxes because Elliot told me that I'm not allowed to take them out. <laughs> well, you would like have to start fucking with them though. Oh, oh I'm going to use them as a Halloween decoration one year. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's going to come home from work and they're going to be everywhere. Or like once you have like front windows, like yeah. on Halloween, just have them all like right. staring. Because I like. have like, I probably have like 20 some. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm going I, crazy. I would definitely take one like every other day or something and just move it. Different location in the house. Don't say anything about it. Just move it. Uh, yep. I'm gonna come home one day and all my dolls are gonna be broken. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think Elliot would like definitely find a way to ruin your life if you started that game. So. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Enough about porcelain dolls. <laughs> Enough about porcelain dolls. We can start talking about ghosts. Uh, <laughs> okay. So uh, I guess I would say that since the last time, I feel like we've learned so many things. Well, from the last time that we did sort of like ghost debunking, but also from, yeah, just generally doing the show and talking to the interview with Matt and Karen and everything. Right. So I feel right. like researching was a little bit different for this one. Um, last time we're like, yeah, let's like watch ghost hunting reality show episodes on these places. <laughs> and this time I just like, I basically avoided those entirely. <laughs> because now I'm like entirely disillusioned that anything in them could possibly be real. <laughs> so, because I've heard too many things where it's like, I thought this was really spooky. And then someone's like, nope, that nope. was fake. It's like, God damn it. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. And then I also didn't spend a ton of time or we also didn't spend a ton of time looking much into like debunking anecdotes or like just you know stories that didn't have any like physical I guess physical meaning audio or visual evidence attached just because 
they're basically impossible to verify unless you were there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a shame because in the ghost hunting community, I think that's the most, most evidence, I guess, that's presented. Anecdotes are, and they, it's, it's hard. It's difficult from our standpoint because if we're listening to it, especially if somebody comes to you and says, Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, this experience happened to me. What do you think? Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm going, yeah, cool story, bro. But (laughs) no. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But you can't say that because that that's too confrontational, but you, you have to start being polite and saying, well, you know, it sounds really cool, but let's remember, this is just a story. This is your perspective. There's a lot of things going on in the background that you weren't aware of. Right. We have to break this down. (laughs) <laughs> you, you know what let's break it down and <laughs> like all yeah. Style, but <laughs> yeah yeah so they're, they're hard to verify but also like yeah like you said the the reasons behind them or what they could be other than you saw a ghost is they're pretty much all the same right like it's confirmation bias you're like you're going in there with some preconceived notion of what you're gonna see it's pareidolia so your brain's just telling you that there's you know something humanoid there that's not uh or you know in some okay. cases it's like a straight up hallucination from like mental illness or an environmental factor or something like that and they also evolve over time Yes. Right. I mean, you get the, the embellishments sneak in there. there it's mm-hmm. not always deliberate, but, but people get it in their heads when they have an experience and mm-hmm. they're not ready for it. They're not mm-hmm. paying attention. It just happens mm-hmm. and they take the, take it away. They tell somebody else that somebody else says, oh, you know, that place is haunted, right? Mm-hmm. And then all these influences start coming in and two, mm-hmm. three, five years later, you have a completely different story than what you started out with. Yes. Well, and I know we talked about this last time but it's like um <laughs> it it's like with people who have experienced any sort of crime or like observed any sort of crime happening right. like people's recall is pretty bad it is. <laughs> like it, it after, really is. yeah well and it reminds me of in i can't remember if i talked about this before but it reminds me of in my high school psychology class that i took they did this like staged like i don't know crime or mugging thing or something like somebody ran into the classroom and like did something really crazy or like stole something from somebody and you know and then ran back out and left and then we all had to like some amount of time later like recount what we remembered about it like what was the person wearing or like what did they say exactly because they had like a script that they were going off of and it was like we were all terrible at it (laughs) and it was like a real thing that happened like an actual person that ran into the room and and did something that should be memorable so it's like when people are like stressed out or they see something that surprises them like their recall is going to be bad it does remind me though and i promised i wasn't going to talk about ghost shows but i'm going to talk about ghost shows (laughs) (laughs) one well just talking about like ways that i don't know my my brain is going to like we're already on a tangent my brain is going to like how could you make (laughs) shut up page (laughs) like how could you make um like an experience like this more valid or like how could it be more believable and there is an episode of ghost hunters (laughs) where i'm sure you'll ruin i can't i i've literally no idea where it was but i think it's i don't know where they are but two of the guys see 
claim they see like a full-bodied apparition and they immediately stop them or they well they say they immediately stop them but again i'm totally disillusioned now but they claim that they immediately stop them and they're like don't say anything about it to each other we want you to like individually recount to the camera what you saw and then like see how close it matches up and it was like their stories were the same like they saw the same thing but again we don't know what was happening but it's like that would be an example of something like if two people saw something and then were able to like separately tell the same story that would be impressive that that would be uh and and i've done (laughs) that a bunch of times where i've taken people and the multiple people that have experienced the same thing and taken them aside and asked them questions, specific mm-hmm. questions, not mm-hmm. just what did you see? It's mm-hmm. it's the other questions that you, you touched on earlier where it was like, all right, what were they wearing? Yeah. Um, what did they look like? What were they yeah. carrying? What did they say? You know, these questions and note them down and then you compare it to the other person. And right. every time it's always different. <laughs> it's always different. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's never the same. Yeah. So anyway, tangent aside we didn't spend a ton of time with those stories like trying to like debunk them because again i feel like the reasons behind them are typically the same so the same (laughs) yeah it's it's very hard to debunk anecdotes yeah because it's it's their perception (laughs) it's the it's what they perceived and what they you know yeah filled in years later and all we can do is speculate right yes exactly which like we're gonna wildly speculate anyway about other things but (laughs) you know personal anecdotes personal anecdotes are tough so anyway Paige, you're gonna do your spot first so you should do that okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited (laughs) okay so um i will be covering the congress plaza hotel and i wanted to do this because a couple of years ago megan and i did a girls weekend in chicago um and we went on a walking ghost tour of the city as we do um and (laughs) and during that tour we got to go visit the congress plaza hotel um so yeah, the hotel itself, the lobby was beautiful, and it seemed like a really nice place to stay. Um, and I don't know how you felt about this, Megan, but like I definitely felt like there were a couple areas that gave me like sort of weird vibes while we were in really? there. Yeah, just like – and it was probably just the stories they were telling. Yeah. Like when we went up to what is considered like the most haunted room area, like I yeah. did think it looked it, – you know, the stories they tell and like it it wasn't as well upkept as some of the other areas. So like I could – it gave me yeah. just like a different vibe, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's a, I think it used to be probably like a very fancy um, hotel and stuff. And like now it's a little bit more run down. So yeah, I think that just sort of like lends it <laughs> spookiness, <laughs> right. even at like 10 a.m. in the morning. But <laughs> <laughs> and like we're hearing ghost stories while we're sitting there. Um but I did want to point out, like, it wasn't just a ghost tour. It was, like, a history slash true crime tour as well. So, <laughs> give us a little credit. Yeah. Well, I think it was, like, the Gangsters and Ghosts tour, right? Yes. Oh, that's that's cool. what yeah. it was. Yeah. So, yeah. it was super fun. They did – the tour guide was really fun. And she had, like, a lot of great stories about, um, yeah, just about, like, classic Chicago <laughs> mobsters and stuff so it was really fun but now that you've brought this up and you're like oh we should do it because we were on that tour i was like we have to also do the iroquois theater where all the people died in the fire oh yeah i was reminded of like several spots that we had talked about on that tour while looking up 
Yeah. Um, so for the this episode, and I was like, oh, yeah. we should talk about this. We should talk about this. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the the Congress, though, in Chicago is definitely one of the bigger spots. Like they – and they – play into it as well like they have like a huge like halloween ball every year and stuff and yeah like it's supposed to be a big chicago haunted hotspot so you said you've not have you just not ever been there kenny or like you just don't know any of the stories about it i don't know anything i'm going in totally (laughs) blind here well that's exciting (laughs) totally blind (laughs) here we go well if ever in chicago you should check out that gangsters and ghost tour because i remember learning a ton and it was a lot of fun yes um okay so first a little bit of history um originally it was known as the auditorium annex um and the, it was built on the corner of Congress Parkway and South Michigan Avenue in Chicago in 1893 in anticipation for the 1893 World's Fair. Yeah, which is like everything cool. on that stretch yeah. of road is like across from Grant Park is like they just built up that whole area for the World's Fair. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, over the next 70 years or so, it w- goes through several renovations. Uh, it currently features 871 guest rooms, a ballroom, restaurants, etc. But at the time, it was quite a bit smaller than that. Um, uh, you know, A lot of big names have stayed at the Congress Plaza Hotel, including several presidents. Uh, Al Capone is a big name that it's mm-hmm. big thing that we talked about on our tour. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of his business associates stayed there. And it's also said that H.H. Holmes came to the Congress Plaza Hotel lobby to seek out and lure his victims back to his murder castle. (laughs) Which, like, of course he did. (laughs) Right. Though, I have, like, also read and heard that that's just, like, that's just, like, made up to make the Congress Plaza Hotel look spookier. And that actually the hotel he went to is, like, down the road. So, probably really knows? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, is it possible that he went into that hotel? Sure. Probably. But, and I'm sure yeah. he did at least one time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, honestly, we talk about H.H. H. Holmes and I'm just like endlessly sad that the movie that was supposed to happen about him like appears to just like be tabled forever. I know. I was excited about yeah. it. Yeah. They were like going to do a movie with like Leonardo DiCaprio and then it got turned into a show maybe. And like now I haven't heard anything about it for like two years now. <laughs> So. There is there is a new Hulu show, a new H.H. H. Holmes Hulu show that came out. No, was that that documentary that you sent us? Uh, maybe. It's terrible. Oh, is it bad? <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> that's great. I love that. Sent, like, I, oh, I was like, this is this looks wait, great. Wait, this Listen. one? No, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Don't watch that shit. Okay, to be fair, I only watched like five minutes of it, but I was like, this is terrible. So oh, I'm not no. going to watch it. <laughs> but it might not be the same one. So if there's uh, like actually a new that's one, that's why I, I feel it. every time I watch Ghost Adventures. Well, now <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> oh no, someone. Uh, yeah i'm looking at it now reddit hh holmes documentary is a waste of time yeah it like it was bad enough that i was like i can't even make it through like five minutes of this oh that's poopy i know (laughs) (laughs) no wait are you talking about devil in the white city no that's the book which i still have to read it's like sitting on my bookshelf downstairs but is that a new documentary i thought they i thought hulu had done a series on it 
No, oh. no. Anyways. <laughs> it's fine. This is not related. So we're just going to keep going. <laughs> keep moving. But <laughs> what, <laughs> what is important is if you like true crime and you've never heard of H.H. H. Holmes, you should absolutely go Google him at the end of this episode um, because yes. very spooky man, but like very interesting story. And it's a real bummer that his like murder castle is it's just like abandoned now or did he get torn down? I think it's just a abandoned like i think it still exists yeah but it's also I, like <laughs> we asked his grave is out by me hh oh. H. holmes i think his grave is in the it's a cemetery that's um south philly uh okay it's an unmarked grave but i think it's it's oh. I, I don't remember the story i just remember seeing um something about it online and uh, news it. reports, news reports that came up and gotcha. said oh, he's here. So if I get oh. it down there, I'll get a picture for you. How cool! <laughs> Sweet. Um, and you know what? No, his murder castle doesn't exist because that's where the post office is now in Chicago. That's what it. Okay. Is. Well, I wasn't sure if they had like turned the building into a post office, but I guess that would be gotcha. like sort of fucked up to be like. <laughs> <laughs> Come we're get just gonna leave this here. Also, maybe get murdered. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> um, so <laughs> the history of you know Al Capone being there, the potential H. H. Holmes involvement, along with several deaths that had occurred at the hotel, um, which include you know s- stories of suicide and murder, uh, basically has all led to it now being considered Chicago's most haunted hotel and also being considered one of the most haunted hotels in the country, which I'm pretty <laughs> certain like is like the fourth time we have said it's one of the most haunted hotels in the country. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you have to say it again for the place that we're talking about. So. <laughs> um, there are reports that Al Capone's body has been seen haunting the lobby. Like his um, body or like him? Is it just limping around well, like, uh, like, a, like, a, like a puppet? That's a weird way to put it. That just sounds like, oh, he's just laying great. there. He's just like bouncing around. It could just be his head. You don't know. I'm the entire body. <laughs> um, which like. Here's what I'll say about this. You'll find out that I did not find a ton of like, there's not a ton of photographs or videos or anything um, about the Congress Hotel. So like, I didn't have a ton to pull from. Uh-huh. But it's like, if you're telling me that El Capone is like floating around in the lobby somewhere, where the hell are the pictures of this? Like, yeah. Like, right. I I would be taking photos. Um, <laughs> so are there like surveillance cameras? I'm sure there's a, right. There's got to be something yeah. out there. But anyways, so El Capone's hanging out there still. Uh, there's a the ghost of Pegleg John. Who? Um, <laughs> Let's talk it, about Pegleg. <laughs> <laughs> who like seems like a pretty harmless ghost, and he is said to turn lights, lights and electronics on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a story of a woman who years ago was very distraught over her immigrant status, and that she apparently grew increasingly more angry until she decides to throw both of her children and herself out of a hotel window oh no i think i remember that story from the tour yeah 
And since that day, the ghost of the young boy, which was her son, uh, supposedly haunts the hotel. And guests report that, like Pegleg John, he's pretty harmless, but he does enjoy moving furniture around. Great. (laughs) because that's that's what you do yeah i mean like if i'm spending eternity somewhere i guess i'm gonna like rearrange the furniture for a while (laughs) yeah i imagine it gets boring eventually right with the couch (laughs) in the same spot yeah Uh, like you gotta you gotta update the layout a little bit Okay, so yeah, it's, it's you know, people are saying it's haunted. And then there's this room 441, which uh, Megan and I actually got to stand outside of. And it is considered the most haunted room in the hotel. Uh, and it accounts for most of the calls to security. accounts for more than any <laughs> other room in their hotel. Sweet. If you're ever booking at the Congress Plaza Hotel, don't worry. You cannot accidentally book the room. Um, you must specifically contact them and request room 441 if you want to stay there, um, oh. which we're going to do at some point, right? <laughs> Are we, though? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, is there any stories like what's supposed to happen in that room? Um, you know what? I had, let me see if I still have it up. I don't know that I do. There's like, you know, scream and nobody gets hurt. Like it's like screaming or, you know, things get thrown or move. It, it, I mean, nothing I can pull up. Hold on. Let me, let me get you. I think that's what I'm going to do when I own a hotel. I'm just going to say, yeah, room 441 is the most haunted room. You can't book it by mistake. You have to ask for a specific and i bet you that is my most popular room right yeah right i'm looking i pulled up pictures from that weekend and i'm looking at a picture of door 441 right now <laughs> it does not look that spooky any ghosts in it? <laughs> no ghosts and i apparently took a picture of a stairwell so there must have been some story about that but no ghosts <laughs> um oh yeah i forgot there's a parent so there's a story apparently about like a shadow woman who like kicks people awake people report seeing objects move and hearing terrifying noises there were a couple people who said that they'd heard screams in the room and i mean really that's it sounds like that's about it like some Hmm. shadow figure things going on but yeah nothing terrible too terrible i guess yeah and this isn't like supposed to be the room that the woman and her kids were in i don't think that it even it doesn't even say at least yeah. what i have read doesn't <laughs> specify great it looks like it's a different room i'm, yeah, like, okay. I'm looking at it now i'm looking at the, the stories and yeah it just okay. seems to be a different room which i mean i would i would put money that the ghost boy rearranging the furniture is probably more Right, want it, quote unquote, than the the one that just where some somebody wakes you up by kicking your feet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see some chairs moving around and shit. (laughs) I want to see some poltergeists. Come on. Um, so that's all just a very long way to say that people think that this place is haunted. Mm -hmm. Um, so evidence there. it should not come as a surprise to anybody, <laughs> but, you know, for as many blog posts, articles, YouTube videos that I, like, sifted through, mm-hmm. there just, like, really wasn't much out there. Like I said, I had a hard time finding many photos or recordings. Yeah. So I pulled whatever little physical evidence that I could find. Um, and what I That seems just- like the case for a lot of places. Like, even for big places. Like, really big places that we did. Yeah. 
before it's surprisingly hard to find yeah like i i remember getting pictures pretty frustrated with one of the first ones that i looked up last time because i Mm -hmm. couldn't seem to find like much of anything this time i like just kept watching terrible youtube video (laughs) (laughs) terrible youtube video until i found something we could talk about so i just sent it in our chat kenny if you want to pull that up okay and i've got three different timestamps i want us to look at so the first time stamp that i'd like you guys to go to is 50 15 minutes 15 minutes flat i'm at 14:57. so just, right. l- just let me know when you want us to play it okay and we'll play it's like about a minute of it but like you'll get you'll you'll know when to stop <laughs> okay and we will post when we sh- when we share this episode we will post like a image that has all the timestamps that you can go to in these videos so oh and i would like to make a comment real quick that the reason i specifically ended up landing on this video was because there was like a significant number of comments that like seem to believe that something paranormal was going on. yeah there are a lot of comments on here talking yeah. about yeah <laughs> stuff so. that had happened so i think i might have to watch an ad so i'm gonna start mine playing. okay yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead if you want to go to kenny i just saw it oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> okay hold on i have to watch it still <laughs> it almost sounded like like a distant um just like distorted because of the echo and distance like a dog barking or something that is exactly what i heard okay i think it's a dog barking oh yeah fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god come on now people so do oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> or do what do you think it is, Kenny? Oh yeah, that's absolutely a dog barking outside. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, they have a ton of windows around them. Uh, yeah, and I mean, we can see. Let's see, what's the outside look like? Um, all right, so you have a park right. Yeah, there's across a big the park right across the street. Right. So, uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, when we put these these subtle clues together, um, and that's. <laughs> Oh my god! With headphones, you can clearly hear a dog. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I have no doubt about that. Yeah, the co- the comments are so funny though. Like the first comment is fifteen forty, which would be the same. You know, the same sound that we're hearing. It says, "Sounds like a party going on in there." Even though one voice is noticeable, it sounds like a male, and he's either excited or agitated. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a dog. <laughs> he's a dog. <laughs> I mean, there's a. Uh, you can see the door leading outside. Yeah. You know, she's right at the door. It looks like it's daytime. Yeah, yeah, so it is daytime, but I will say I looked it up and it's on the eighth floor. So that door, I think, mm. just leads out into like a like a hallway. Um, okay. I still, like, we, do we know, do they let dogs in the hotel? I checked. That it is not a dog-friendly hotel. Mm. Okay. But, but like, it, I think it's still a distant dog. Yeah, and it's, it's just still distorted. just a distant dog. <laughs> and they're picking it up on, like, sensitive sound equipment, so... Right. And it's so low and especially when they amplify it. Yeah. Yeah. It's these this is a, a classic case of anomaly hunting. They're not mm-hmm. they're not investigating here. They are looking for something, anything that might stand out and be weird. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they hear it, even though it's a dog, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> check this shit out, you know. We got a video of a ghost. This yeah. is because this place is haunted, therefore this this sound that we're we're not identifying is absolutely a ghost. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited right. for the next timestamp. So that's a dog. This one, the next one 
is hands down my favorite. So oh, no. prepare yourself. We are now <laughs> going to travel to minute 25, <laughs> 25 flat. Uh, <laughs> <No>! <laughs> are you kidding me? That's that's how you investigate right there. I don't know what it is, but you know, we're gonna show it as Okay, evidence. literally I will go take a picture of like the wood in my laundry room and there are smudges on there from like water over the years. Like, come on. He threw eyes and a mouth and a nose. Oh my oh, god. Oh no. That is so, like that's like Zach Bagan's level face. Wow. I just Sorry. I don't really think there's anything to debunk here. No, that is like a stained door. <laughs> but they try to claim that um, it's like near the lobby, and so like they wouldn't leave a stain like that. Uh that hotel's you like know. sort of shitty. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, but in that same comment, Megan, I don't know if you read this, but that same person says the spot looks sort of head shaped, and the hotel seems like the kind that wouldn't just leave stains or scuffs on the doors. Um, false. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally looking at the picture of their most haunted room, 441, and I can count at least five stains on it. <laughs> I mean, you, you you look at the close up. You can see it's it's scratched up. Yeah, the, the no, door's scratched up, and that's looks... the eyes and the mouth. Oh no, no, no! I mean, like down. Yeah, yeah, down. Oh, further. yeah, yeah. Okay, down further. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, be, be below his the awful drawing that they put on top of this. Um, yeah, there's there's I mean there's good scratches. Or, or missing parts to that. Oh my god, that face is so funny. The face he draws is scarier than anything I've seen. <laughs> That's creepy right there. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. What's our what's our next spot, Paige? Uh, um, so then we'll fast forward again to 27 minutes. And for this one, I want you to listen to like 10 seconds and then pause it. Okay. So what <laughs> what do you guys have to say about this one? That's just a person. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. uh, so like th- this is this is like the classic reason why uh, quote unquote evidence from ghost hunters are n- is never accepted because there's no controls. It's somebody wandering around with their phone just wandering around the halls. Yeah. Right. No, not paying attention to anything around them. And then it's days later that they review it and go, oh, look, there's a sound. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like even in, um, but if you like zoom forward and notice they're trying to like debunk it or whatever, and they're like, it's not wind from the elevator. Like it's Um, not, they're like people talking in hallway, different sound. Like, um, but there were people talking in the hallway. So presumably there are people elsewhere. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So that's what I was going to have you guys do next is just like play it a little bit longer because like 30 seconds later, not even there are, there's like a two different, there's two people near them having like a full conversation oh my god like um (laughs) you literally just heard that person say hello yeah that's all that happened here (laughs) so like i said i mean these aren't these weren't necessarily difficult things i don't think to to look at and to think about (laughs) but i do think yeah i do think it was at least fun to to look at it 
And like you said, so many times, like had they just cut out the conversation of the person, it just would have been left with like somebody screaming hello in the background. And then it would have yeah. been this like, but big like, mystery. Even, I mean, I guess to their credit, they pointed out that there were other people around. But like, right, because I feel like there are plenty of, you know, people who would just not even reveal that that was the fact. Right. right. Show it as like, we heard a ghost say hello, but like right. not admit like there are other people around here. <laughs> But you know what? Oh, like this no. shows this shows the the methodology that they use. I mean, this yeah. it's a thirty minute video, <laughs> and even if they like, yeah, props to them for pointing out. Yeah, there's other people there talking, but mm-hmm. that right away should negate your your EVP or whatever you think it is beforehand. Because yeah, you just mm-hmm. found out people were talking, so therefore, why are you putting this in here? Yeah, or, or yeah, like- it up. Yeah, like that alone should be like, okay, well, we just scrub that evidence because right. Right. because we can't control for like what else was picked up or we don't know if like there was somebody else who walked away from those people or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, that would be better if they would actually just say, hey, look, we caught this voice. We thought it was a voice at first, but we did find other people talking. Therefore, we're, yeah. we, can't, we can't include this. It's, right. it's invalid. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. But importantly, though, Paige, like this is the best evidence that you found right yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i did i also found a guy who did like an evp session yeah um, but like actually all he was doing was knocking on the door and asking a ghost to knock back which isn't really an evp (laughs) session um well i guess i don't know maybe it is (laughs) (laughs) it's not an electronic voice phenomenon if it's a knocking on the door but sure whatever (laughs) um but like that's pretty yeah i mean that's pretty much it now that's not to say there's not other videos that are you know two hours long that i just didn't sift through but like I put a decent amount of time trying to find photos and stuff, and this is <laughs> this is what I found. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily for me, I yeah, I was able to find videos that were a lot shorter, <laughs> 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 so I didn't have to watch anything long. <laughs> okay, well, do we have any other thoughts on the Congress other than? for being one of the most haunted hotels in one of the largest cities in the country, there is a shockingly low amount of evidence that has been captured that you could like actually look at and see. Right. <laughs> and, and I mean, even the stories, when you just look at them, like peg leg Johnny, which is a, a first and foremost, awesome name. <laughs> yes. Awesome name. <laughs> yeah, props to them. Whoever came up with that. Um, but just turning out lights that's that's so easy to do and right. keep mm-hmm. it going, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can just reach over and hit the switch and tell everyone, sorry, you know, oh, it's Peg Leg Johnny. He's messing <laughs> yeah. up again. Sorry. Well, yeah, and it's also like a 120-year-old hotel that right. is like, you know, in a little bit of disrepair. So probably some of their wiring is pretty crappy. Right. Right. There's a lot of explanation for this. Yeah. That doesn't have to do with um, somebody with a peg leg (laughs) that we don't know who it is um, (laughs) going around turning. Because that's what you do, I guess, when you're a ghost. You you move furniture, you you screw with the lights. I I don't know. Yeah. Um, But with the boy, the ghost boy, I mean, this is a, this is, uh, the event that described is a mother tossing her two kids out the window mm-hmm. to kill them and then jumping herself. Mm-hmm. This is it, it, 
if this was a legitimate event, we should be able to find something about this. There should be some kind of record. Yeah, uh, we should. We yeah. paper article. And then I think there the- is. I, I believe there is. I, I believe that that did actually happen. Okay. okay. It's just, you know, the, the ghost coming back and actually haunting the hotel. <laughs> That's the issue. That's but no. Issue. Yeah. Um, I, like, yeah. Why would just one boy and, and not the other one? That's what I was like. <laughs> there were two kids. So like, where's, where's the other kid? <laughs> also, like, she was the one that was like super distraught and like having a bad time so you would think that she would be like angry haunting people we don't know we don't know but i will say that i believe one of the sources that i have um for the congress plaza hotel does have an article attached for that that, for that specific event that would be interesting to see Um, gotcha and and i mean not to be morbid here but if the boy was thrown out the window he died on the sidewalk why would he haunt the room and not the sidewalk? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking outside the box here. <laughs> oh, outside the room, I guess. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah. that's morbid, so oh, I don't want to explore it too much. But well uh yeah, I, I would think he would more be more prominent and, and visible, I guess, when he wanted to be on the sidewalk outside the hotel rather than in the hotel, just moving furniture around. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. Moving on. on. Uh, Okay. So I, this is a suggestion from TikTok, which I'm sure Paige is very excited about. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to do Victoria's Black Swan Inn, which is located in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, interesting tangent because I always have a tangent. While I was looking stuff up for this, I came across an article that referenced, I don't know, a website called slotsource.com, which I was like, why the fuck would a slot machine website write this article? But whatever. Um, or why would anyone on a slot machine website write this article? Like maybe we're betting on ghosts or something. (laughs) But, uh, <laughs> so they had taken data from a site called ghostsofamerica.com, which is like apparently a site that people that like looks like it was probably made in like 1995 and people report ghost sightings on it. And they compiled data from it to make a list of the 20 most haunted states. So Texas, which is where the Black Swan Inn is located, was listed as the highest with 6,845 ghost sightings on the site if you go by the total number of sightings. But, I mean, Texas is huge and has a very long history. So, like, I'm sure there's just, like, a large number of historical sites that people are visiting and then convincing themselves that they've seen a ghost. (laughs) Um, If you go by rate, though, so this is what I found interesting. If you go by rate... Oklahoma is actually the highest. So if you take the number of sightings relative to their population at point, if 0.0435% of Oklahomans <laughs> apparently have seen a ghost, although it's more like 0.0435% of Oklahomans have submitted their ghost sighting to right. this website. But yeah, I guess like, yeah, it, it sort of works. This is the number of ghost sightings, not the number of people, right? Yeah, so this is the rate of ghost sightings, like, relative to 
the total population of Oklahoma. But like 600 people or like one person could go in and, and submit 15. You are in. correct. They okay. could do that, I think. Okay. I don't actually okay. know if there's correct. any controls. But either way, it was like, the, so the Texas rate, which was like the highest number of total sightings, was like 0.0238%. And like one of the highest other ones was like a 0.025 or something. I was like, what the heck is going on in Oklahoma? They're like... <laughs> almost double the rate of <laughs> like it's not much but <laughs> yeah almost double the rate so apparently oklahomans are a uh a superstitious bunch which i don't know what that's about but that's my that's my tangent for this story <laughs> okay <laughs> so if anyone's from oklahoma let us know why do you guys see so many ghosts <laughs> um <laughs> it's the most haunted state in the country maybe they have nothing else to do that's probably what it is. Yeah, because like Ohio was high on the list in Indiana. And I was like, well, we have nothing else to do. So <laughs> of course we're going to see goes. Uh, okay. So the Black Swan Inn was built in 1867 and was apparently built on the site of the 1842 Battle of Salado, which was a battle between uh, the United States and Mexico because Mexico wanted Texas back. So currently it's, I think it's a private home and has been for a while, but they do host parties and other events and let people stay overnight. And they let ghost hunters book overnight investigations. Like this is their brand. Like they do like paranormal investigations. They do, uh, you can do, it was like something like like basically a sleep overnight where <laughs> you just get to like hang out in the hotel with your friends at night, which does sound pretty fun to be fair. Um, but it does make me skeptical that like they've made a whole thing out of this. Right. Like, like they've sort of made it like a, a, a whole thing for them because it's their brand that it's like of this very haunted location. And of course I'm also skeptical because it's been featured on an episode of ghost adventures. <laughs> Uh, believability points just went down (laughs) yes and i did not look at i didn't watch the episode like i said but i did at least glance at the photo album that they had uh on the ghost adventures website for that investigation and like the photo album had like literally zero ghost related things on it so not promising like that even those dummies like couldn't find anything to fake. So, (laughs) 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 Kenny's like, why did I come back on this show? Um, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, The one weird thing though, about, so about the ghost adventures episode, which yeah, I'll just let you guys react to this. So apparently they had the owner sit in, on an EVP session they were doing, and they caught an EVP that apparently said Bozier, and apparently that is a code word that the owner and her mother agreed that they would use to communicate after her mother died. So, like, her mother had recently passed away, and they had agreed on this code word, and then they heard it during the EVP session, and I was like, sure. Did you listen to it? I didn't listen to it. We should look it up, though, right? <laughs> Probably. Okay. I was like, guaranteed it's just going to be like... I'm sure that it's just random noise. But she, like, she claimed that there was, like, 
like she felt something like during the thing but it's like well of course you're like emotional about the fact that your mother recently passed away so like you're gonna you're gonna hear things yeah we said that we wouldn't do ghost adventure stuff but we're doing it too late (laughs) i i'm interested i would be interested to know if i mean i I imagine so that she is the one who points it out not Zach and friends. Yeah. Well, okay. So moving forward, (laughs) she's like, she's, she very much believes like there's a ton of like press appearances and stuff that she's done related to the hotel or the, the, the location being haunted. So she apparently claims that the activity at the house is because it's built on limestone bedrock with water underneath, and that there are creeks on either side, so it's a triangle of energy. Good grief, Charlie Brown. <laughs> and apparently, uh, the railroad tracks and radio towers uh, that are nearby make it an electromagnetic field hotspot. Oh my goodness! I wish I wish there was a audio representation of how hard I'm shaking my head back. <laughs> I, I almost put in the notes like, um, I don't know how to convey like enormous eye rolling on a podcast, but that's what's happening. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it, like Paige said, it would not surprise me if like she was heard something that yeah. That wasn't, it was just noise. (laughs) This is is something that's, uh, because we don't know the specifics. We don't know the the details, the behind Mm -hmm. the scenes stuff. Yes. Like that's one scenario where she was listening for it and maybe heard it and they Mm -hmm. isolated it and said, okay, we're going to amplify this and we're Mm going to play this and Mm -hmm. we're going to prime you. Um, Another scenario, another possibility is that it was discussed beforehand um, and they revealed it to Zach and his crew mm-hmm. and mm. therefore they did any kind of recordings to get it to happen. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, let's pick out what's closest to this word and let's play it um, without actually hearing it. And now I'm damn it. You got me curious. I want to actually hear the recording. So now I'm <laughs> now gonna you're going to have afterwards. to watch an episode. Damn it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, Yeah. Well, you should be able to skip forward though. So you just got to yeah, find that yeah. specific part of it so because it's got to be right after that clip that we watched yeah. so i'm sure that you just have to find that and then just watch a couple more minutes right so it'll be it'll be minimal ghost adventures <laughs> watching uh, i try to do that all the time just yeah <laughs> uh okay so but but the the location itself has you know this whole haunted history on their website so of course you know it's claimed to be a native american burial ground and people see native american ghosts because like of course they do um (laughs) there's this battle that took place there and like that's legit there was actually the battle of salado um and they were there were 60 mexican soldiers that were killed there so people of course see ghosts of soldiers and like hear noises of a battle taking place uh some of the earliest residents of the property were german immigrants and like basically if you go through the history on here it's like everyone who lived there is apparently now a ghost or like was just like on the property (laughs) so (laughs) it's like of course these people have ghosts so people have caught figures in the windows on thermal imaging cameras which like we all know how we feel about that um there have been 
EVPs of a man telling people to get out of the barn, uh, and which is creepy. Uh, and there's two to three, apparently two, two, there's like several children, but at least from this family, there's like two to three little girls and other children that like run around the property fucking with people. Um, According to the website, though, so they say that one of the children is a girl named Sarah Mahler, except they, who, like, I guess likes to play pranks on people. But then they also list the dates that she lived, and she lived from 1882 to 1958. So it's like, well, she was most definitely not a child when she died. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I somehow doubt that she even died on the property. So it's like, uh... (laughs) Why did she come back as her ghost child self then? (laughs) So, yeah. So, there's a lot of, like, little details like that that just don't really add up. So, it's, like, why I'm not putting a ton of stock in this stuff. That's that's one of the oops on the Yeah. Like, (laughs) oh, we didn't realize we screwed up the date. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) you, like, basically instantly debunked that for yourselves (laughs) by putting it on your website a paragraph earlier. Um, Yes. But... Uh, yeah, there are other owners, you know, one who died of old age in the house and people go into her room and they feel, you know, sort of depressed. Um, one person is said to have committed, well, said to have committed suicide in the, in the house, or that's what it was ruled. His death was ruled as, but apparently he was found with his hands tied behind his back. So of course the psychics from the sci-fi TV show sightings had a field day with that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about how he had like really been murdered and all this stuff. Apparently his wife also died young um, at age 38 of cancer. So she's seen around the house too. Uh, yeah. And then it, you know, passes into other hands and like eventually becomes this more commercial property. But one of the f- recent ones I thought was actually quite funny. Um, <laughs> they said, they said, uh, one person was bitten and bruised on the inner thigh by an unseen toddler through a long, heavy dress. And my initial thought was like, no, that's just an actual toddler. Like, they definitely bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally have a bruise on my shoulder right now from my toddler biting me. <laughs> so, yay. So, the yeah, I mean, with like all the stories, like there's a you know over a hundred years, hundred and over 150 years of stories, and people are having like all sorts of like they're seeing apparitions and you know catching all this evidence and stuff. So I was actually able to find some good clips, um, several EVPs and a shadow figure. So I'm gonna send those to you guys individually. Interesting though, so the Black Swan Inn website claims that they're affiliated with the Scientific Paranormal Investigative Research Institute of Texas, which the acronym is SPIRIT, which is super fun. But, like, I couldn't even find a website for that group. Wait a minute. It's like, that? Where's this team at? And to be fair, I didn't look super long, but, like, yeah. it's. I was like, that's, like there's no link to it or anything. Okay, so this first video, um, which this one's, like, I think Kenny's going to, I don't even know what it's supposed to be. It says SLS footage from Black Valley Paranormal on Facebook. But I was like, am I, what am I supposed to be seeing here? (laughs) I mean, this is just like. Random. Yeah. Like, are we supposed to, like, are we supposed to believe that there's someone sitting there based on these like random green lines? (laughs) 
Oh. Right. So, I mean, I, I can comment on this uh, yeah. extensively. So these cameras are, it, it's basically, it's just the Xbox Connect. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And they they plug it into a, uh, a tablet. They plug it into a external battery and then put everything on a handle so they can walk around with it. And that right away breaks the rules from Microsoft. You're, it's yeah. supposed to be stationary so that it can see the environment and knows what's supposed to be in that environment so that if anything enters it, that's a player. And yeah. it, it registers the player. That's it. So when they're walking mm-hmm. around, they're already screwing it up because it's constantly trying to see a new environment. Mm-hmm. And it also makes mistakes. It, it has thousands upon thousands of uh, reference material or reference points for different size and shapes of people. And when you walk around a place like this, where there's table and chairs, mm-hmm. it's seeing the chairs as a possible person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like at one point, it, it definitely marks the chair that's like furthest. Yes. Yeah, that furthest chair, like it's just it's just marking points on that as if it's a person. It's trying to make right. it a person. And that's that's exactly what it does. I've I've had because I've hooked it up to my laptop and walked around with it. And yeah. same thing where it picks up, it's picked up uh, chairs. It's it picked up my vacuum cleaner. It's picked up a, <laughs> a trash bag. Like a, I just pulled the trash out of the kitchen trash can, tie it up and put it on the floor and it picks it up as a, a figure. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I assure you my trash is not a ghost, um, <laughs> but it sees all this different stuff. My ceiling fan. I mean, come on. It, it sees this stuff. It makes mistakes because it's not yeah. supposed to be used that way. And yeah. these ghost hunters keep using it this way because yeah. they get these anomalies and it goes back to that idea of anomaly hunting. They're not yeah. looking for evidence. They're looking for just strange shit yeah. so they can pretend it's a ghost. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I mean, technically the device, it's not being used in the way it's supposed to be using, but it is working the way it's supposed to work. Like yes. like you said, it's supposed to be trying to figure out like, what is my frame of reference here? What am I looking at? Exactly. And like exactly. trying to turn that into like something it can interpret. But it, it's like you said, like I, I keep seeing videos like these and I feel like I haven't seen them in a, well, I haven't watched that many recent go shows, but I feel like I haven't seen them in a go show in a while. And like this video is from January 27th of this year. So it's like, wow. this is recent. Like, they were yeah. still walking around with these things yep. for real. Yeah. There are still <laughs> plenty of teams that use this, and they, yeah. they swear by it. And I, yeah. I, I, I continue. One of the things that I do point out is, that, okay, so your ghost is anchored to this spot. And that's yeah. 99% of the videos. They're anchored to one spot. They don't move. They don't walk around yeah. like you and me. They don't jump up and down. They don't, like, uh, move to the left side of the room from the right side. They stay on one object. Yeah. And even though you point that out, I don't know why, but they still insist, no, it's a ghost because I can't. Yeah. Like it would, it would be more believable if it was like, oh my God, there's a stick figure person like walking across the room who's not there right now. Like I would shit my pants if I saw that, like on one of these videos. And and here's (laughs) here's the thing that, that completely blows this out. This camera this sls camera this xbox connect works on infrared light uh-huh. that's how it detects the objects or or people coming in it, infrared yeah. light ghost hunters make it make it common use of infrared cameras that's yeah. infrared light so <laughs> here's the thing if the camera's seen a ghost 
your fucking night vision camera will also see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to the credit of this video, they're doing this in the daytime, so. <laughs> still, you should still be able to take your, your night vision camera and turn the night vision. Yeah, um, yeah. This, and it'll still pick up, I mean, because your digital cameras, even though it has an IR cut filter on it, mm-hmm. even your still cameras will pick up infrared light. Mm-hmm. And, and the old thing where you take a, a TV remote, the old TV, remo- TV remotes that use infrared bulbs, if you point it at the lens, you can see it. You can see it light mm-hmm. up. And mm-hmm. this is the same concept. If you switched it to a, a any kind of surveillance camera that they use for like their DVR systems, mm-hmm. um, they all can read infrared light or, or, mm-hmm. or sensitive to it. So you would be able to see whatever is creating this alleged ghost. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. the thing. You can't see it. You're just seeing a chair. Yeah. It's a chair. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah. I guess, like, to that point, could, like, a, um, because most, like, security cameras are infrared, right? So, like, could a security camera that's just, like, running because this is, like, a public event space interfere with this kind of thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I've had, I've set it up where the Kinect was looking at my vacuum cleaner and had a stick figure (laughs) on it. Yeah. And I used an infrared floodlight um, that's commonly used, you know, with uh, with cameras. It's, it's yeah. usually like a, a third party that's mounted on a camera. And yeah. just uh, waved it in front of it, in front of me, so that it shined on the vacuum cleaner and it cleared the stick figure. Like it oh. just So, yes, all these cameras that use infrared light, you are screwing it up. Um, yeah. It's, it's dependent on, not to get real technical, but it's, Dependent on an infrared speckle pattern, mm-hmm. a sp- specific one. So, like if you've seen Paranormal Activity, where they use this, yeah, uh, it's like number yeah. four. That's yeah. that's exactly what it puts out. All those little yeah. dots, it's they're they're in a pattern, a specific pattern, and yeah. it knows where every single dot is. So mm-hmm. when it's when it's distorted or a different size, it knows that's telling the software where it is in space. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, when you use an infrared light and you destroy that infrared speckle pattern that it puts out, it can't see. Mm-hmm. It, it's confused. So you're going to mess it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Boom. All right. <laughs> Great. That's well, right. I wanted to do that one because, like, I knew that Kenny would oh, rip it apart. I hate, um, thing, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think that, yeah, like, it's, it's just, like, crazy that, you know, it's 2021 and... Yeah, that we're still using we're these still devices and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Although, it. yeah, side note, on your interview that you did with Jason Haas, I was like super thrilled when he was like, yeah, the spirit box is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a good, that was a real good interview because he, he, yeah, some of the things he said, I was surprised that he yeah. said. Um, yeah. And I think it, more or less, it's just not, he, he knew he wasn't, wasn't on a show that was going to cater to him. Yeah. You know, right. and he could just relax and be honest and not get yeah. criticized for being honest. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Okay. So the next video. Okay, this is an EVP that was caught in the dairy barn because apparently the German immigrants were dairy farmers. So, you know, that's a pretty good EVP though. Sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So for listeners, this is a group of ghost hunters uh, from the San Antonio Ghost Hunters. And this is a video that they took 
I don't know, in some sort of meetup that they did, but they're in the barn and doing an EVP session and they, they catch this female spirit supposedly saying he wants to run away. So I, I watched this at first without reading the description of the video and was like, I just hear people talking. And then I looked at what they said that the, the ghost is saying, and I was like, oh, that's like clear as day. So like, okay. But yeah. like, isn't it just like the whispering is what you're is saying? Yeah. That? yeah but what, okay. Yeah. So you heard the voice of like the woman being like, he wants to run away or whatever. Right. Well, yeah, but to me, it just literally sounds like one of the 15 people who are standing there. Yes. Yeah. So that was like exactly my impression was like, okay, so there's a bunch of people in this room. There seems to be like a couple different people talking. Like, I think it's just somebody fucking around, right? Right. Yeah. You don't have one of the things that I've I've come across and it's not deliberate all the time is Mm -hmm. that people talk to themselves. You know, we say things out loud or in a whisper and we yeah. all don't realize that i mean i sometimes when i'm really really annoyed yes i say shit to people that i yeah. should not say out loud and it just comes out like <laughs> jackass <laughs> <laughs> and then, then i i only realize it when people are looking at me like yeah you just say that to me <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i did um but <laughs> like in this case they're walking around they're asking for a sign you hear other people talking mm-hmm. so right. it's not like everyone's adhering to some rules like oh shit he just asked the question we all should shut up they are still talking yeah they're sort of just like murmuring the whole time yeah and and that the 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 what they have here he wants to run away to me that sounds like one of them you know trying to speak for the alleged ghost that's there like oh he wants to you. no he probably just wants to run away yeah or they're like shitting on the guy who's asking the questions right. cuz he's being a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got another one. <laughs> I know you guys are so excited. <laughs> so this one is a news crew did a tour of the Black Swan Inn and they catch something spooky while they're on their tour. You have to go to around the 140 mark is where you've got to go. So he keeps asking questions, you know, afterwards, like, are you a little girl? Are you a little boy? Which makes you think they didn't hear it in the moment. But yeah. I mean, they, they're, what we're seeing here during this video, it looks like it's just a photograph of the people there. Mm -hmm. Because they're not, nobody's moving. So, um, and yeah, it's definitely a photograph. Uh, Okay. So we don't know what's going on at the time. There's at least people in the room. Yeah. And you can hear where they bump up the audio. So there's there's definitely a switch where they amplify it. uh, Yeah. Which means it was much lower. And that kind of leads me to believe it was probably one of the people. I mean, you have two females and two males. And to me, it it sounded like a female voice. Mm -hmm. But it could have been one of them in the background just giggling, you know, laughing. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> like I would be doing. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. And, and it, this suffers from every other EVP. You don't have anything else to go by, you know, like yeah. we have nothing to, to say that it wasn't one of them. They could have been just standing there laughing. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Cool. We got a clip, you know, let's yeah. amplify yeah. it and call the news because that's what we do. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I suppose on some level, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I can see looking at videos like this and putting out, you know, this podcast and the stuff that you do and everything as like maybe beneficial because like maybe somebody who does this stuff will hear it and be like, oh, I need to change my approach and like <laughs> do a better job of documenting like who is in the room? Like, what could this possibly be? But, you know, probably we're, we're just yeah. yawning into the void. <laughs> we're not even sure that picture is from that moment. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and and that also tells us that there's five people in the room because somebody took the picture. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're on our last EVP. Yes. Yeah. So this one's really subtle. But this is apparently, again, from the San Antonio Ghost Hunters, a video that they posted on Facebook, and they are doing the haunted sleepover at Victoria's Black Swan Inn on Halloween night, which, like, honestly sounds like super fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but they, the guy sitting on the couch or something, somebody's filming him, they boost the sound. They're, you know, telling the ghost, you know, we're not going to harm you, whatever. And then you hear like this very faint whistling noise sounding like it's coming from the, the distance or in the distance. It's like at 12 seconds is the exact moment you hear a little like. Wah, wah. <laughs> wow, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and they react to it. So they hear it in the moment because so it's it's not actually an EVP because it's like they they actually hear it in the moment. Right. Um, But. Yeah, like it's just somebody whistling who's in. <laughs> yeah, it sounds right. It sounds pretty far off, and yeah, I hear something high pitched, but it's it's. I mean, yeah, that <laughs> there's nothing to go on here. <laughs> like, all right, it's it's a really faint, <laughs> far away sound. They heard it. Yeah, but nobody got off their ass to go see <laughs> if they could find yeah, something. Yeah, they just sit there. They're like, oh, do you hear that? But I mean, I guess the video doesn't go on, but it's like, yeah, right. the correct response to this would be like, hey, go walk down the hallway. See if anybody's there. Go like ask some, you guys probably aren't alone. Right. It's Halloween night. I think they do some sort of like event at this place, like associated with Halloween. So it's like, go see if somebody else was whistling. Yeah. Um. But anyway. They claim nobody was there, but I guess we don't, you know, I wonder if they actually looked. Oh, but no one was in there. Oh, so yeah. they do claim that they went and checked to see if anyone was there. Okay, well. But even still, like, how close are you to a window? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they did say that, so for uh, for the paranormal groups that rent this place out on their website, they did say that, like, for overnight stuff, they, like, shut down their air conditioning system and they shut off their electrical as well like they just go with like candles and stuff like that so that way i guess to like minimize interference so there like is actually some con a little bit of control that's been taken over the situation but i guess two pages point that makes me wonder like did somebody get hot and open a window like I don't know. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm looking because the directions, the, the map location on the website puts it right in like right on the side of a neighborhood. Oh, so he's doing like the real old due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you know, this is your fault. You got me into this. <laughs> so, yeah, this is putting it. It's right next to a, a development, a, a neighborhood. Oh, um, yeah. it's. I'm looking at it as well. And it's like. <laughs> they sort of make it sound like like the pictures that they take of it and stuff sort of make it sound like it's um 
pretty remote. And I guess like it does look like it's on a fairly big piece of property and there's like several buildings right. associated with it. But like, yeah, not that far well, away. And it's there's Halloween night. Right. Yeah. Right? So like yeah. people are walking around and like, yeah. yeah. But there are like been. two, like what look like pretty big, de- like housing developments close by yeah Yeah, it's almost like right in the middle of of three of them two of them are much closer the other one is Mm -hmm. not like it's not like saying oh well this one is further away it's (laughs) maybe (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess i was picturing this place being like out in the country but um and it looks like there's a a walking path right in front of it um there's there's a main road that's not far from it yeah yeah like the people's backyards are butted up against the property. Um, (laughs) So it could very well just be like someone calling their dog in at night. (laughs) And he's, you know, this is good though, because this is, this, these are things people don't look at. Mm -hmm. You're right. Uh, Most people will look at the the website and think, oh, well, this is out in the country. It's nowhere near anything. And when you start looking at a satellite view and you're like, oh crap, you know, you could throw a tennis ball and hit someone in their backyard. Um, Yeah. That's our (laughs) So, <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't have a. I didn't really look at what the scale of my map is at, but oh yeah, they're like barely two, maybe four hundred feet, three hundred feet away from the yeah. the backyards of these houses or the across the street from these houses. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Thanks, there you Google go. Maps. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely something to consider next time they go. Yeah, here we are, debunking ghosts on Google Maps. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. Last video. I know you guys are excited. This one's from Instagram, so I am hoping that it will let Paige watch it, but maybe it won't. We'll find out. You see the thing like moving? Figure. Yeah. And what looks like? Okay, they years? like they repeat it. Yeah, it looks like it's on stairs, like in the next room, maybe. I think this is just a. I, I don't like what they're doing here. They have this. This video looks to be like they're using a, a fisheye lens, um, uh-huh. the, the widest view on their their camera, which almost yeah. goes into fisheye. And I don't know if he's just holding it bad or if his his the cover on the lenses because you have that straight piece of of glass or plastic that covers your lenses on your, yeah. your phone because this looks like his phone. It doesn't look like an actual camera. Yeah. But it looks like it's dirty as shit. Like, it's just, it's horrible. Um, yeah. And that he's in a room filled with junk. He says that he's in the milk barn. So I think they just sort of, like, use that as, like, storage space. Let me see if now. I, can I blow this up? Oh, I can blow it up a little bit. There we go. Yeah. I mean, it looks like the thing moves. Here's what it looks like to me. It looks like somebody's, like, on a staircase in the next room and, like, looks into this room and is like, oh, shit, someone's filming in there. And then, like, heads back up the stairs. It literally, yeah, it literally just looks like a person moving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what we're looking at here, people, because I keep forgetting to do this, (laughs) is this is a video from Instagram. Of someone doing a uh, a solo session in the milk barn, so they're just taking video in the milk barn on the uh, the Black Swan Inn property, and it's very shitty footage. Like it's really hard to see anything, but sort of eh, in the middle of the video, and they repeat it a few times and slow it down. You see, like some sort of figure, maybe in the next room, a dark, you know, shadow figure that does look like a person moving around and 
Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a person. I mean, they, yeah. Hmm. So uh, my, all right, here's what I'm getting out of this. Okay. I'm seeing this room and it's dark and I'm wondering why we have these, these lightened bars on the sides. So it, it looks like a distortion. It almost, as, as I think Paige, you said, it, it looks like we're looking through glass mm-hmm. almost because the sides are just, it, there's this white um, blurring effect. That's- I think that's their dreamy I filter. Think it's the filter, yes. They say in the thing, the shot was so dark, we had to use dreamy filter in iMovie to brighten it up. So I think like that, that blurring at the sides is the filter. I think they're using that to hide something. Because uh-huh. I'm looking at this, dead center in the beginning of the video is a doorway. It's an open doorway with light streaming in. Uh-huh. I don't think where this figure is, is a doorway or a window. I think it's a mirror because when I'm looking, when it gets seeing almost shelves um, or something going across it, like a mirrored background for shelves. And I'm thinking that whatever this is, it's a reflection of somebody on the left side of the video because (gasps) that's where this white filter thing is the strongest. And you could be right. It's it completely obliterating the left side of the, the, the video. We can't see it. So I'm wondering if this guy, they figured out the angle uh-huh. and just took some video and, and said, all right, maybe just in case we can see you, we're going to, we're going to put this filter on here and yeah. uh, you can stand up and then I'll turn the camera to me, which the camera turns to the right away from where the guy would be uh-huh. instead of turning it towards the left where i mean that's where you should be turning the camera right and it's not even an infrared camera it's it's a horrible because everything's so dark and and you're getting that silhouette effect coming from the 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 light coming in the doorway in the center of it so it's it's putting everything else in silhouette so it's very hard i could actually uh, if later on i'm gonna download this video i'm gonna steal it and then lighten it up and see if i can see it better okay yeah That'd be great. Yeah, that's crazy. I was just looking at it thinking it was a window, but you're probably right. Yeah, I thought it, we were looking through like a doorway. Yeah, because there's, the no there's no light. Yeah, I mean, comparing it to the doorway that it has sunlight coming in, mm-hmm. that's nowhere near as bright. And I just don't like that filter. That filter is annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, anyway, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing for the black swan in... Again, claimed to be one of the most haunted places, has been featured on at least a couple of different TV shows. And like the most I could find was like basically just sort of small videos from ghost investigation groups that were sort of a very questionable quality. But, you know, I, but I assume like like I was Googling, you know, these are some of the top results that showed up on Google or YouTube or wherever. So presumably these are like some of the at least the most popular examples, which I would think would be right. You know, meaning they're some of the quote unquote better ones. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to remind listeners of or plug or whatever? <laughs> absolutely so uh let's see well to to remind listeners just just do your research i mean look into every, every detail don't just take things at face value that's the most yeah. important thing yeah you know, 
because there's explanation. There is an explanation for everything. It's just the matter of how far you're willing to dig to find it. Yeah. Uh, so do your research, read a book, a science book, not a ghost hunting book because <laughs> they're, they're not worth it really. Yeah. Um, but for other things I want to plug, uh, sure. I, I do my live stream show every Friday night at 9 PM Eastern and it's called the skeptical help bar. It goes to YouTube and my Facebook page. I am Kenny Biddle. Uh, so just look up my name. You'll find it. And it's two hours. You can ask questions. I drink. I usually get drunk by the end. So <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. We have a good time. Um, and then Saturday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, I do Three Tortured Souls with Tim Vickers and Dave Schumacher. And like I said in the beginning, we, we science the shit out of one topic. We pick one and we <laughs> research it for a few days and then we talk about it. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing is August... 20th to 22nd, I'll be in Gettysburg again for the Gettysburg Battlefield Bash, which is Ooh. a conference that benefits Pennsylvania wounded warriors and kids with cancer. Um, so it's a good cause. I have uh, a can set up for donations to the Cancer Research Institute. So that if you want to ask me questions and sit down and have a discussion, or if you even just, you know, if you're a believer and you just want to yell at me for a couple minutes, um, <laughs> it, it's totally cool. Just make a donation. That's all I ask. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that's that's pretty much it for now. So there you go. Great. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Kenny. Yeah, thank you again. This was great. We still have like an enormous list of stuff. So we're going to have to do it again. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah you're one of us now. So like. I am right. You're my spooky science sisters. Right. I'm your spooky it's- science brother. <laughs> It's only a matter of time before we come knocking on your door again. That's okay. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you want to knock, go ahead. <laughs> All righty. Well, that wraps up our second episode with Mr. Kenny Biddle on uh, on stuff. On stuff. <laughs> I don't know what we just talked about, but it was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> on debunking hauntings. <laughs> Tune in to episode 31 for a discussion on spooky movie science. If you liked this episode, hit subscribe and share with a friend. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Spooky SciPod, Facebook at Spooky Science Sisters, and at our website, SpookySciencesisters.com. If you have any questions about previous topics or ideas for future episodes, email us at SpookySciencesisters at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening and stay spooky. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com. Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire vacation was planned just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? (coughs) Or just a horrible accident? (coughs) That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode. 911.
emergency. But make sure to pack your body bags, because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation. Slaycation.